The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Nobody Told Me. I'm Laura Owens. And I'm Jan Black. If you're a huge fan of the show, The Long Island Medium, like we are, then you definitely know the star of that show, Teresa Caputo, who is our guest on this episode. Teresa is a three-time New York Times bestselling author whose latest book is called Good Morning, Moving Through Everyday Losses with Wisdom from the Other Side. Now, Teresa has been a practicing medium for 10 years and has helped many people heal and find the closure they need to embrace life without their loved ones who passed away. Teresa, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. We have been so excited to talk with you. We've been fans of Long Island Medium since it began. We've seen your show in person in San Jose. We love your books. Tell us more about your new book. So my new book, Good Morning, you know, it's so interesting on how uh, over two years ago, I felt the need be, being pushed from spirit to, to write on all of these topics. And every chapter in Good Morning is literally everything that someone might be going through now, especially during this pandemic. Oh so my the, gosh. Yeah. You know, the, you know like, like my other books, like Good Grief, Dealing with Loss, Good Morning is about really learning that we grieve every day of our lives, not just when we lose a loved one. We grieve past choices, decisions. And I kind of sum it up in a nutshell of saying, you know, we grieve what once was. Anything that we've lost that we had in the past, we grieve it. Um, you know, loss of a loved one, you know, hits us very hard and heavy and we grieve it for the rest of our lives here in the physical world. But what I noticed like through readings, you know, someone might all of a sudden lose their mom and, and then the mom saying, listen, she can't even start to heal from my loss because she has this, 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 and this to heal from. And I found it so interesting and uh, I decided to write a book about it. And you say that your clients can confuse emotional distress for depression and anxiety. And honestly, I kind of thought those went hand in hand, that if you were grieving a loss, sometimes it did make you more depressed or more anxious. So what's the difference? Well, you, you know, listen, let's face it. Everything, I think, causes anxiety and depression, and everyone handles it in so many different ways. I say this is the most debilitating disorder that anyone can have um, because it, there's not one symptom that you can say, oh, you have depression, oh, you have anxiety. Everyone channels it differently. And emotions, and sometimes, you, you know, like I notice sometimes I get like really nervous, like before a reading, I get so nervous, my hands start sweating and you might think it's anxiety, but for me, it's excitement. Knowing that I'm going to connect with someone's departed loved one and change their life in a positive way. How and why is that important to you? You know, what I've learned, Jan, through life is, you know, and, and I'm very fortunate. I always say that I had so many blessings. I only recently lost my grandparents. I live next door to my parents. Um, and 
what I learned from spirit, because I struggled with accepting my gift and, and doing what I do for a living, because I couldn't understand why someone would want to go and see a medium, reconnect with the souls of their loved ones. And what I learned is that unfortunately, when we lose someone, no matter how they die, uh, young or old, we here in the physical world are left with these burdens and guilts a lot of negative emotions that don't give us the ability to heal and then in turn affects us, our souls, and we can't live the life that God intended or that we're supposed to live. So do you think we can ever really get closure from a loss and move on? Or do you think that it's just always with us. Because I'll just say that when we started watching your show, I guess I thought, oh, people went and they saw Teresa because they needed to move on. And the older I've gotten, the more I've realized, you know what? That's not the purpose of what you do. You can't fully right. move on. Correct. You know, it, it helps people to realize that there truly is more to life than just here in the physical world, that our loved ones are still with us just in a different way. And I want people to know that they still have that connection to look for those signs and those symbols. And, um, you, you know, look, how do you how do you tell like, I can't imagine my life without my mom. I, you know, and, and yeah. how does that right? right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And, and how do you do that? Like, like after that, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. And sometimes, you know, what I also learned is like people will have an argument. People have an argument with someone. Um, they might've felt that if they did things differently, the loved one never would have died or it could be whatever, a, a mountain of difference of should have, could have, would have. And this is what people go over in their head over and over. And how are they supposed to heal if they're only going over the negative things? So what spirit does during a reading, they, they acknowledge these negative things. They want us to acknowledge it, the feelings, the emotions, take what we've learned from it and then release everything else that doesn't serve us a purpose. And yeah, go on. And, and that's basically what Good Morning is about, you know, uh, because like the, the topics, the, the uh, chapters in, in, in Good Morning are, you know, like, what are everyday losses? Like people might not even realize, like, what's an everyday loss? Um, you know, it's not like you couldn't get a, you know, Frappuccino with almond milk at Starbucks. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, so I explain like what they are. Um, I, I do chapters on losing a friend, um, losing faith, losing control, uh, losing your job, your home, safety, youth. Uh, I, I even do a chapter on an, on a empty, uh, on an empty nest. An argument. How many times do people lose an argument and they go over it and then there's this separation within family and friendships? You know, there's trust. There's so many different topics. And a lot of us, especially now, have gone through all of that in the past seven months. Our Nobody Told Me conversation continues in just a minute after we tell you about one of our favorite sponsors, Air Medcare Network. Much like our extraordinary guests on Nobody Told Me, many Air Medcare Network members have their own inspiring stories to share. They never thought the unthinkable would actually happen to them, but when it did, they were relieved to have their AMCN. Air MedCare Network membership. If a medical emergency arises, Air MedCare Network provides members with world-class air transport services to the nearest appropriate hospital with no out-of-pocket expenses. How many times do you think people could have used that benefit during this pandemic? More and more, insurance fails to cover the full cost of a medical emergency. 
why not take this opportunity to secure protection and financial peace of mind for your entire household by joining Air MedCare Network today. Memberships cost as low as $65 a year and cover 38 states. Plus, right now, there's a special offer for our listeners. That's right. Nobody told me listeners can choose up to a $50 Amazon or Visa gift card with a new membership. Visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash nobody and use offer code nobody. Visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash nobody and use offer code nobody. I'm wondering what advice you might have for someone who, due to COVID-19, perhaps has lost a loved one and hasn't been able to be there to say goodbye. I mean, yeah. this is something that is is really new to us, and, and right. I'm sure it's something you're, you're dealing with all the time. What do you say right. to them? You know, I say to them, know that they are at peace. Know that this is something that uh, you know, I compare, you know, the pandemic a lot to 9-11 because being from New York, you know, a lot of people lost their loved ones. They didn't know what happened to them. They couldn't be with them. They couldn't recover their physical bodies uh, because they perished or they, they, they just couldn't find them. And it's the same thing with this pandemic, right? With COVID where people, they couldn't be there for their loved ones. They couldn't say goodbye. They didn't know if they were suffering. They didn't know if they were alone, if they were afraid. And what I've learned uh, from spirit, what we do with their physical body really is for us who are left behind. Um, I don't mean to sound cold when I say they don't care because they're not a part of the physical body anymore. So that's for us. That gives us that ability to pay our uh, honor, uh, tribute to our departed loved ones, how we lay them to rest. So just keep in mind that that's for us. And, and I always say to people, just look for those signs and symbols. You know, don't be out there saying to your loved ones, well, you know what? I want to see four rainbows and four butterflies by four o'clock on Saturday. And I know you're going to be okay and at peace. Like you can't do that. Signs and symbols come like out of nowhere, like when we're least expecting it. Mm -hmm. And it reminds you of them. And th those are the best signs, you know? Mm -hmm. It's really funny that you say that because um, my grandma, my mom's mom mm -hmm. passed away and I always associated her with lizards in her front yard and dragonflies <laughs> for good luck. And yep. I just can't tell you how many of those we have seen. And we live in San Francisco, but, mm -hmm. um, and we spend a little time outside the city. So, but all the time we're seeing lizards mm -hmm. and dragonflies. And I always feel when I see them, oh, she's, she knows what's going on right now. And so I feel like I can kind of send her a little message at that point and say like, hey, I, I see this. Thanks for watching out for me. But what other ways can we try and communicate good and bad things that are happening in our lives to the spirit and, and kind of get the feeling that they're listening? Is it, is it like praying or what is it? You know, sometimes it's just a feeling or a knowing. Like I would say, I pray to my loved ones. I talk to them all day long. Um, you know, prayer is, is, a, is something personal. Sometimes people connect with their loved ones through meditation uh, when, when they're meditating. Uh, sometimes if they're doing yoga or just simply in the morning when they're saying their, their rosary, um, it's your, your loved ones, their soul is always with you. That's the thing that I love about spirit when they channel and they communicate with us. I want them to acknowledge things that uh, we have said to them in our own personal thoughts and prayers, uh, things that have gone on since they've died to really validate that they're with us and they know uh, that, that we know that they're with us, that they haven't left us. So 
it's really, and everyone is different. I think that people also have this vision of when I lose my loved one, oh my God, I'm not dreaming of them. Um, they're not with me. They're upset with me. Or, or only if I see butterflies or dragonflies, I, I know that it's them. And that's yeah. not the case. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's going to be different. It's the same thing with with you and your mom and, and your sister. You know, you, you can all connect and get signs from your from your grandmother, but they're not going to be the same. They might be, but most likely they're also going to be different at times because spirit that they use that as an opportunity for us to. Um, promote conversation about them to say, Oh my God, you know what I saw today? You know, I saw grandma, you know, she left me. This never has happened to anyone, but uh, only one client of mine left me. I found a $20 bill in the parking lot. Usually <laughs> <laughs> not money. I think sending I, money would be a nice gesture. <laughs> I, I, I literally have a client, her, her mother, she finds $20 bills and I'm like, I get freaking dimes and quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I love something that you said one time, uh, and it really, really stuck with me. And you said that whenever you think you're feeling something from someone Mm -hmm. who's passed away, you are, or whenever you think you're seeing something that you are. Yes. You know, you're not crazy. And, and there would be no reason why you might sense something or feel something, right? Yeah. It, it It might just come out of nowhere. And and nobody can tell you what you, what you didn't feel or, 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 or what you felt. You know that. And it's a feeling. And a lot of times, it's just a knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just that sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like pets communicate with us as well? Oh, I, absolutely. I actually lost um, my dog last night. Mm-hmm. So it no. was, yeah, yes. she passed away oh, in my yeah. arms last night. Suddenly, and I'm, very I, I just, I just wrote daughter. Oh my God. I, you know, cause I still, I, I sit with a pad whenever I, whenever I speak to someone and I, I wrote, I had already started writing before we even started grandmother gardenias. And like, th- those are just simple mm-hmm. symbols uh, that, that I have. And then when you said that, I literally, I just started doodling and I wrote daughter. So for me, like a dog, um, if it was a girl, that would be to you like a daughter. Yeah, she, she was. Yeah. She was like my daughter. Yeah, she really, we used to she say really she was. was. Your, you she, were her mama. Yeah, yeah. We said that yeah. here last night. So yeah, I just wonder if it's if there's any way to look for for signs and symbols from from animals in a different way, or is it kind of the same? It, it, it's absolutely uh, the same. Um, a lot of times, like sometimes, um, and I am going to say this, you will be able to connect because I saw uh, a pink collar with all like uh, blinged out stones. Mm-hmm. That's just my symbol for that. You, um, I mean, she's only gone last night uh, that you would still have like her things, like her, her bed or her toys, toys or a collar. Um, but uh, a lot of, of times. Of course. Yeah. 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 A lot helped. of t- yeah, she Laura held her last night with one of the toys that she mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. after she'd passed away. So I'm going to say you're going to hear her like walking in the house. You know, when you can hear a dog walking, whether mm-hmm. it be their chains or just their foot, you you will hear that. But did she, I, this is unusual. Did she used to sleep with you? Yes, she did. Because okay. yeah. they, they put me in a bed. And this is usually a sign that like a husband or a wife shows their spouse when they die. The, <laughs> she laid, I laid in a bed and I can feel them get into bed. So know that you might feel that if she slept with you, you might feel that like her or like her moving, like how she used to move or cuddle with you. Know that you're not crazy. Know that that is her. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause, cause like my mom said, after she passed away, I just, I said, I just wanted to hold her and I, uh, I didn't tell the morning. So until this morning, yeah, yeah. until just a yeah, couple but you hours did. ago, but you I, did. And I, and I did, and I just hoped she would still know, you know, mm-hmm. that she was she loved said, and I would hope she wouldn't be afraid. So, yeah. I, I don't know where the number six comes in. Um, <laughs> I don't six know. Years old. Oh my God. Yeah. She was six years old. Oh my okay. God. Yes. So know that she, uh, there's no way, and I'm just going to say this, there's a, your grandmother stands next to her, but there's also a father figure that stands next to them as well. So I don't know if that's your grandfather. Oh, yeah. yeah. We yeah. always, we always yeah. said that um, my grandpa would have loved her. We always said that she was a character, like somebody that, that, um, that he would have loved. Right. We said that often about her. So know that they're all together and there's no way that you would have known that, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say it this way, that she was sick or that, or even there was something wrong that she would have died. Exactly. That's exactly what it it's, was. Yeah. 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 Um, I, like herself. It, it was like a freak thing that happened. I don't right. know. I, and, and this is just a sign or a symbol that I have. So I don't know if uh, there was something with the digestive or was the kidneys or something that she ate. Like there's something weird uh, about, like, because it's not common. It was actually really, it was not common at all. It was, um, it was something with her lungs, but you know, it was impacting her other, her other uh, systems. And we thought it was under control and it wasn't, she was really struggling. And, um, she held on, um, until I was able to, to see her again. Um, she'd been hospitalized just out of nowhere. It wasn't, it wasn't like this was something that we thought was going to get her. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel that. Yeah. We we took her home to, to hopefully pass in peace and she passed away in the car Mm -hmm. um, in our arms while mm -hmm. we were driving back from, from the vet. Um, So yeah, that was, it was pretty powerful. Do you get a sense (laughs) as to whether she suffered? No, I didn't get that at all. I, I didn't get that, 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 that she suffered at all. Yeah, because we don't think she You wonder did. with the breathing, you know, that's, right. that's the but thing. But it was well, so quick. Yeah. It was so I, wanna, quick. I, I don't know if I was, if I'm getting like several different things because there are other souls standing there. So I want to explain to you why I said the thing about the intestines or digested something, okay? Um, it, it, it would show me something that just recently happened with one of uh, my dogs and became sick for no reason. Uh and he's fine, but he was really sick. I had a, he was in ICU for like four days and he happened to eat some of the, I had a sick koi fish and he ate some of their food by accident that got loose outside and he ended up getting sick. And um, so that's why I said that. So I don't know if someone else had a stomach or something with the intestines or there was some type of blockage. Oh my by, God, that was my mother. My oh, mother. Okay. My mother died of an intestinal blockage, of a sudden intestinal blockage. Okay. So know that, uh, so this is, and I just got the chill. So I don't know, like, if you got like a goosebump or like a warmth or if that, if you get that throughout this, just know that that's her soul. So um, it, it validates not only that they're all together, but more importantly, again, where we could not have prevented or known, or we did everything that we could. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't know if this is your mom also and the dog. Like, I I don't know because I I there's so many things there. So I always just say what I feel because now I just saw the holding of the hands and the whispering of the ear, which is my symbol for that nothing was left unsaid. 
Huh. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's interesting because we, um, we rescue senior dogs that are often hospice cases. So we've lost Uh a lot of dogs. So when you said you were, you know, feeling the presence yeah. of a lot of souls i just was thinking yeah. you know, maybe they're all maybe they're I, all there i i would wonder too about about my father because when when he passed away he passed away of a sudden heart attack mm-hmm. and the day that he died i was i was very very upset obviously and i closed my eyes and i had just this perfect vision of him he just really mm-hmm. came to me and he said Look at me, I'm dancing. If you knew where I was, please save your tears. Mm-hmm. If you knew where I was, you wouldn't be crying. How and beautiful. I'm wondering, is he is he there? Yeah, he was with you. And when I said the, with your mom, with the with, with the dog, and I was like, oh, I see a father figure standing there. But he's very like subdued, like he's just very quiet, just like standing, like just like kind of checking everything out, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Um, but again, that falls into when someone passes sudden, also. Uh-huh. And I kind of feel like this even with your mom, too, because it was something that was... Uh, it was pretty not, sudden. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was pretty you know, sudden. That if there was nothing that we could have done. Like, sometimes spirit will say, listen, you know what? If we did this, maybe I would have had more like I did not feel that with any of your loved ones. I felt that their passings were sudden and unexpected and quick for a reason. Uh-huh. Because would not have known how to say goodbye Two, to watch you watch them be sick is something that I feel like this comes from you, dad, more than anything that I could not have my family witness. Wow, that's fascinating because a few months before he'd gotten uh, cancer, he'd had prostate cancer and he didn't even want me to come to see him because he said, I couldn't, I couldn't say goodbye to you. I I don't even want to see you you know, because it would be mm-hmm. so hard to say goodbye. And, you know, someone might be listening and saying, oh, that's something common. Anyone can say what Teresa just said. But the validation is what you just said. There's no way I would know your conversation with your father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it really validates that they weren't afraid. And, and I'm going to say this, your dad makes me feel like he went on his terms. Uh-huh. Like he made me feel like when he was diagnosed with cancer, like he said to God, like, listen, I, I don't want to suffer. I just want to go. Uh-huh. I, I don't want to. And, and that's the way he did. And, he, and it was a sudden heart attack that actually took him, not the cancer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because I've always, I've never met him. He, he died before I was born and I always feel him as weird as that sounds. Like I always oh, feel like nice. he's with me and I felt like I felt a connection with somebody who, you know, I, I didn't know. And I, I wonder if that's something as well that you find with other people. Do they feel their relatives are with them even if they've never met them before? Absolutely. They're, they're a part of you. That's all what I refer to as the soul circle. We're all connected. Like I feel that way with my great grandmother. I never met her. But when I, I don't know if you, because you guys are fans, you know, when I talked about when I was four years old, I used to see the woman standing at the end of my bed. Yes, right. right? And for years, I I was well in my 30s. And one day I was in my grandmother's house and I'm like, Graham, I'm like, who's this lady? And she's like, oh my goodness, Teresa. She goes, that's my mom. And I was like, that's the woman that used to stand at the foot of my bed at night when I was younger. 
Wow. Wow. You know, so like when you have, when people have children and they, they make reference to, you know, family members that have passed on, you know, years before they never met them, I always encourage them uh, to show them a picture. And I, I, I always tell the story about my brother. My, when my nephew was little, my brother called me up and said, Jason is seeing dead people and it's all your fault. And he hung the phone up on me. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was like, he was like three, my nephew at the time. And um, I, I, I said, I go, it's Corinda's, you know, it was my sister-in-law's dad. I go, it's Corinda's dad. You know, just show him a picture. And he was like, yeah, that's the man, you know, that I see in the closet, you know. Wow. wow. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, it's always, and children are much more sensitive and, and animals are much more sensitive to spirit because their minds are kind of clear. They're not busy. They're not making up excuses for the things that they sense and feel. So... Your mom just keeps showing me, uh, Jan, she just keeps showing me you holding her hand and you just like rubbing her hand. So I don't know if that's something you remember or she had beautiful hands. There's got to be something about the hands. Oh my God. Oh my God. When she, when she, she, she had this intestinal blockage and they knew that they couldn't do surgery. So they wanted to let her pass away peacefully with, you know, drugs and things to ease the pain. And so it took about 48 hours. So during that time I was at her bedside holding her hand. And then after she passed away, we, my husband was in the room with me and I was showing him her hands and how they had gotten really, uh, gnarled by arthritis by arthritis i remember i remember you showing and it was after hands. she'd passed and we were holding her hands and i was and i was i was stroking them and i was saying to my husband look at look at how her fingers had gotten um you know due to arthritis because he hadn't seen her mm-hmm. in quite a few years and so uh wow wow and so what is she saying about that well that's a validation so you know that her soul is at peace, not wanting you to remember her in that way, but more importantly, knowing that you were there holding her hand. And so from the, the minute the soul leaves the physical body, it leaves behind every disability ailment with the physical body. That's why when we were talking about before, why spirit, it, it doesn't matter to them what we do with their physical body. It's more for us. As long as we continue to honor and remember their soul, that's the important thing. So I just asked your mom just to validate that, you know, because um, there's, there's this, I keep going back and forth where it's like, oh, you like your dad's like, oh, they know we're around. They see us. They get the sign. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then, and then there's your mom like, let me say something. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> you know, this is so funny. This is so funny because before my, my father and I used to talk and I always said, hey, whichever one of us goes first, send a message from the other oh 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 i should i should tell you this this one thing that happened before he died before i knew that he had died i was uh in the kitchen preparing breakfast for my little girls and i went to turn on a light switch and i and i felt my father saying daddy knows daddy knows uh haha daddy knows what's on the other side and and i thought and daddy knows where you go when you die. And it was like a laughing thing, like, ha, ha, ha. And yeah. I thought, oh my God, this is just bizarre. Why would I have this feeling? You know, I just talked to him the night before last and the whole thing. I didn't think of anything. The phone rings an hour later and my mother says, are you sitting down? He passed away. And she gave me the timeline that, uh, as to when he passed. He had passed about 
half an hour before I got mm-hmm. this this message. I had no way of knowing it. And you know, I'm not right. I'm not one of these people who's going to, you know, séances and and a lot of things right, like that. Right. I mean, it was just it was just bizarre. He you know, the 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 exact words like that. And and really since then I I haven't in the last he died in 1990 and I haven't in the last 10 years felt as much of a of an attempt for him to communicate but I always feel he's there but I I'm right. just you know it's it's a different thing and with my mother I never really got the messages in quite the same way but I right. I mean I don't know how you could have known that she had an intestinal blockage I mean that's just bizarre and the holding hands that's just really uh no one would have known that no one would have I always say it's the work of spirit. It's just spirit giving us that comfort. You know, you used the word before closure. That's mm-hmm. a, a hard word for me. I, I choose not to use the word closure because uh, I feel closure is so final. And I, I think what I, if someone wants to get closure from something, closure of negative emotions, feelings, but never of a person or their death. Um, I, I try to think of it more of like peace giving people peace. And, you know, you talked about what you heard when you shut off the light switch and, you know, saying that you were never really into, you know, it was like you went to seances. Yeah. And, and I think people have such a big misconception of, of, of what I do. Right. You know, I always say people use their gifts. There's so many people that have gifts. Mm-hmm. I, I choose to use my gift for healing. Cause like I said, when I struggled with my gift, I mean, look, I'm a practicing Catholic. I was like, why was I chosen? Why this? I went through all these things. And, and one day I just said, okay, if this is what I was meant to do, I put my gift in God's hands. And I said, then you lead the path. You give me the doors and the opportunities and I, and I will follow. And here I am. And I, my main message with everyone also is I want people to take away knowing that they still have this connection, that they can get their own signs and symbols. You know, going to a medium is fantastic. This is what I do for a living. But I also don't want it to be a crutch that's going to hold you back in a healing process. Long before Long Island Medium, I used to tell my clients, you have to wait a year before you come back. I had people that would want to come once a month or they'd want to come. And I would say, absolutely. They would call up and give false names. And then, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, and one time I used to call this girl out all the time. She would drive from Jersey. And I'm like, so finally I said, all right, I'll let her make the appointment. I forgot what the name is she gave me. And as she pulled up, I yelled. I, I didn't even get her out of the car. I go, you're not coming in. It's, it's you. I know it's you. You're not allowed it. You know, it's, but I wanted to show her, like, you can't just come here and make up false names. Like, uh-huh. I know that you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. And people, you know, need to, people need to learn how to channel it for themselves, don't they? Not just through you, but really try and, right. and be in tune with what, with what they're feeling. Because I think if you right. stay quiet, like, I'm not a meditating person as much as I wish I was, but I can still feel... Um, yes. I, I feel the spirit of, of people we've lost and of am, animals we've lost when mm-hmm. you know you just really think about it mm-hmm. and, and just take a moment to try and tune into what they would want. You, you just kind of feel something. I, I don't know. That's right. That's how I feel. But, but you also have to understand what happens is people lose faith. You know, um, you know it, it's hard. And again, it's something that I learned from what I do. When people have obstacles or things don't go the way, they have suffer a lot of loss, they end up losing their faith. They, they, they lose their will to endure. They, they just lose everything. And so sometimes coming to see a medium will restore your faith and, and have that hope. And our loved ones would never want us to be sad That's all right. the time. Right, right, right. Right. 
because they're living life through your eyes. Mm-hmm. They're experiencing all of these wonderful things, marriages, children, graduations, moving, and they, they're celebrating all of these milestones. So they don't want you to live your life suffering. Teresa, you know, our show is called Nobody Told Me, and we always ask our guests, what is your nobody told me lesson? So what is it that nobody told you about, you know, passing these messages on to people or about having spirit in your life all the time what, or the afterlife? What is it that nobody told you that you'd like to pass on to others? How long is this podcast? <laughs> I know that, that's what people say. Have you got another couple of hours? <laughs> I, I, I think the main thing is um, that uh, nobody, I don't think nobody ever really told me or I really ever knew how much our loved ones really do work from the other side to deliver such peaceful messages and to give us that peace, especially when they didn't do the right thing here in the physical world. I never thought wow. in a million years, like that I think is the biggest thing. Like I, I, I just had it the, the other day with someone and where I'll start connecting with someone and they'll go, well, I don't want to talk to them. And I'm like, uh-huh. well, well, now what do I do? This is who's oh here. Oh my gosh. And you know, um, they, they were awful to me. They were abusive. And then in the next moment, I just say, just give them a minute and they come through and they apologize. You know, the soul goes through a life review that when we get to the other side, we relive our lives through people's eyes, especially ones that we've hurt, disappointed. And uh, we, the soul then has to feel what that person felt. They have to relive it. So for them to come through and apologize for things that they did that were horrible, awful, and to give someone that type of peace, I never realized how powerful that can be. Oh my gosh. I never, ever thought of yeah. it that way. Wow. I mean, I've been input. I, cause look, listen, how about nobody ever told me what it was like to be a medium? <laughs> <laughs> A blessing you know, and a curse, right? Yeah. I, I thought that was like a size seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> you know, I, I mean, if, if, if he, you know, just, just so I want, you know, maybe your listeners to also understand uh, a, a, a little bit more of like, I remember too, because you've been to one of my live shows, you know, there's, right. thousands, yeah. there's right. thousands of people there, mm-hmm. yeah. countless of stories. But the, this one moment I will never forget, there was a woman, she, I, I said, somebody lost, I was standing right in front, I said, somebody lost their daughter. And she's telling me that she was murdered by her boyfriend. I'm standing right in front of the woman. The woman wouldn't acknowledge me. And finally, I had to look in her eyes and say, is this you? And I could see that there was something else or someone else with the daughter, but I couldn't receive any messages from that soul. So I knew the soul wasn't in God's white light. And uh, the daughter said, please tell my mom that he is sorry and he knows what he has taken from her and the family and his soul carries that remorse. Now, I, this is from the boy that killed her. Yeah. Who deserve, and the woman looked at me and said, that is what I asked for when I walked in this theater tonight. (gasps) Wow. Oh my God. That gave me chills right there. 
Wow. You know, so I don't think uh, any, you know, people are really prepared for things like that when they come uh-uh. to one of my live shows. Like, I didn't want to have to say that, you know, because people also ask all the time, do you ever not want to say something? I'm like, listen, it's not up to me what spirit has me say, because I don't know what's going on with someone. I don't know what they're really struggling with. And if I changed that message or decided not to say what I was told, that was not, the, that was the reason why the woman was there. I mean, how insane is that? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, what bizarre circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's what she wanted. I mean, that's, that's right. exactly what I feel like, you know, like I'm saying, I, I, I think that they, in some ways, the spirit knows what we want um, and when we need it and the encouragement, right. like a little boost when we need right. it. And we can always kind of just say, hey, you know what? I could use a little bit of extra encouragement here or help finishing this assignment or yeah, something and, yeah. and they'll come right. through. Yeah. You know, and that's the, that, that's the other thing, you know, you brought this up um, about saying how hard it is for you to like meditate and quiet your mind. You know, I say to people, you know, it's not so much about meditation doesn't have to be like for an hour or a half hour. A meditation could be simply 30 seconds, a minute before you get out of bed. And that's the thing that I give uh, people the opportunity in the book, Good Morning. It's just this little moments to kind of quiet your mind. So after each chapter, I give a a good morning and we kind of acknowledge what we're struggling, the pain. And then I kind of give you little tools to kind of, uh, help you through that. So like if someone lost, I think it's the chapter on losing faith, mm-hmm. um, you know, visualize yourself surrounded by white and golden light, which is God. Cause that's how I see God. And just imagine yourself in a safe place uh, with God. And then I have you repeat a mantra, you know, I might've lost faith, but I can find hope and love in God's light. You know, so these are the little tidbits from the book that I love about the end of the chapters and kind of giving you that opportunity to kind of work through maybe feelings, emotions, and trying to find a good morning and and how to get really get through uh, a difficult time or things that you're harboring or holding on to or becoming more resentful or angry because that's what happens. You know, something little can happen and then it turns into, it's a, what was that old saying? Don't make a mountain out of a molehill. Uh Uh-huh. Right. And that happens with emotions. And Teresa, how can people connect with you on social media and the internet? Oh, uh, TeresaCaputo.com. Uh, always through my uh, website. Uh, all the correct information is always there. I'm verified on all sites. Uh, also, I always tell people if anyone ever tries to contact you and say that it's me and I, uh, I, I need money or <laughs> asking for money for a reading. It is not me. That is not me. There's a lot of pe- uh, people out there trying to uh, take advantage of my fans and things like that. So, oh wow, that's oh a shame. Yeah. That's a shame. Wow, it is. Wow, Teresa, we cannot thank you enough for coming on. I mean, we've we've always been believers in yours, even though you know it's not it's not just like we be- would believe anything you've said you have proven yourself to us and in shows and and everything and yes just so sincere and you just have such a way of communicating that it's really clear it is from the other side and from people that you love so so thank you so much for sharing your gift with everybody because i think you give so much hope um just light to us so thank you Oh, thank you so much and for sharing me with your listeners. And listen, if you're ever doing an episode of Menopause, I'm the person for you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll keep that in mind. (laughs) 
because nobody ever told me about that. <laughs> uh, Teresa, this has been a, a real delight to talk with you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, guys. You have a great day and God bless. Our thanks to Teresa Caputo. Again, her new book is called Good Morning, Moving Through Everyday Losses with Wisdom from the Other Side. Her website is teresacaputo.com. I'm Jan Black. And I'm Laura Owens. You're listening to Nobody Told Me. Thank you so much for joining us.